Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and for the next few weeks, we'll be journeying with Jesus' disciples through Lent as we prepare for Jesus' sacrifice for our sins and his victory over death. We'll walk in Jesus' steps to the cross through Holy Week and then with the disciples after the resurrection. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, that it will encourage you to read the Gospels, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. So tap the subscribe button and please share this with your friends. I'm sure there's someone in your life who could use a little spiritual renewal. We all do. The episode will begin after this short message. strong is your faith these days? Got to tell you, these crazy times are very challenging, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yesterday, I had to go to the pharmacy and I had to stop at the bank first. So as I'm pulling into the bank parking lot, there's this elderly gentleman um, in one of those electric uh, wheelchairs in the middle of the parking lot. It's in the back end, so it wasn't in the in, in the high traffic area because it was coming through the back. And you know, I called out to him, "Are you okay?" And he said, "No, my battery died." And so, so here I'm thinking, you know, what kind of battery does he have? I don't know how to charge. How would I charge this and everything? So, and and I pushed him out of the out of the middle of the the, the parking lot and. Um, uh, I asked him, well, where do you live? And he pointed to the senior community next door. And so, well, why don't I just push you there and you can, um, and then the staff there can get you home and you can charge up your battery. <clears throat> so I did, um, I parked my car and I came in and I, and I pushed him and it was, it was kind of hard because it wasn't a regular wheelchair that had a really good grip. And uh, there was a slope in uh, into the towards the street in the parking lot entrance, and you know there was a point there, and it's like if I lose my grip, this guy's going to go right into the street and forget it, you know. But I held on, and I I pushed him all the way to the lobby and to the office, and so oh yeah, this is Terry. He lives in you know whatever apartment, and it's like um, okay, I delivered him. He just needs to recharge his, his battery on his chair here. Um, You know, but God put me there in the right place at the right time. I don't know what would have happened to him or somebody else would have come by or whatever. I don't know how long he was sitting there in the middle. Um, You know, but, you know, I was there and I helped him, you know. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. And then, you know, I've been kind of concerned as to, you know, business is really slow right now. Who's going to, well, today I was talking to um, uh, the lady who signed me up for Medicare and she needs help redoing her LinkedIn profile and her uh, Facebook profile. And so, oh, that's fantastic. That's no problem. I'll write that up for you. You know, so I got a client the next day and it wasn't, and it wasn't something that I, you know, she knew what I did for a living because we had met already and, and she had my card in that. And she said, it goes, listen, I need to hire you. I need help to redo my, my, my bios and, um, and these profiles. And, and so I'm like, oh, fantastic. You know, and, and, you know, 
I, you know, it's like God likes people who are generous. So, you know, and, and I'm not bragging about, you know, my generosity with helping this, this gentleman. It was just something that any human being that have any compassion for this, this older gentleman, um, uh, would do. And, um, you know, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's a, it was, it was a good deed and, um, God provides, God provides. That's where faith comes in. <clears throat> so today we're, um, we're in Mark nine, but before I read that one, I want to go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. And that is the definition of faith. Uh, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. You know, these days we don't know what's going on. We don't know how long this is going to last, how this is going to affect um, our jobs, the economy, the, um, anything. You know, so we have to have faith, faith in something. You know, well, we have faith that um, the, the President Trump knows what he's doing and he's got good uh, people working with him to do what's best for the country as we go through this, you know, like him or not, he's in charge. And I think he's doing a pretty good job, but that's my opinion. Um, and we need to put faith in our governors and our mayors um, as they um, do these uh, stay-at-home mandates. Um, you know, how this is affecting you, I don't know. So, um, but, you know, and some businesses are hiring. I just posted something, you know, a, a post on my social media earlier today of all the businesses. So all the supermarkets are hiring for delivery. Um, you know, the pizza places are hiring. So if you, if you've been laid off from your job, okay, so you got to go deliver pizzas for a couple of months. Hey, it's income. You might not be making what you were making, you know, as a, um, as a waiter or a busboy in tips, but no, you get, you get tips here too, you know? So, so you just have to transition for a little while, but you have to have faith that God is still in control and God is there to guide you. A, um, he will give you strength and wisdom, but you need to ask for it. Um, so today in, in Mark nine, uh, we have, uh, what's what's known in Christian realms as the Transfiguration, um, and um, so we read in chapter in in uh, Mark chapter nine verse two. Six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain to be alone. Now, <clears throat> uh, Peter, James, and John were like uh, Jesus's best buds out of the out of the twelve disciples. Um, is, is the one he trust the, they trust that, uh, he trusted the most, um, and they were special to him. Okay. So continuing as the men watched, Jesus's appearance was transformed and his clothes became a dazzling white, far whiter than any earthly bleach could ever make them. Then Elijah and Moses appeared and they began talking with Jesus. Now, P Peter, of course, really you know, didn't know he was shocked and awed and everything else. And he didn't know what to say. So he said something kind of stupid. Oh, silly. 
Um, uh, he exclaimed, Rabbi, it's wonderful for us to be here. Let's make three shelters as memorials or, or tabernacles, as was uh, known in, um, uh, in Israel at the time. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He said this because he didn't really know what else to say, for they were all terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they only saw Jesus with them. As they went back down the mountain, he told them not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept it to themselves, but they often asked each other what he meant by rising from the dead. Now, we that are reading this now in the 21st century, we know that on Easter morning, you know, after Jesus was crucified, he rose from the dead. So this is what Jesus was referring to. But at that time, he hadn't explained to them what was going to happen. Um, uh, okay, so then um, as we go on, it's a, it's a fairly long chapter here, so I'm going to read it all of it. But <clears throat> then um, Jesus, um, uh, when they returned to other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them and some teachers of religious law were arguing with them. Um, and so uh, there was, there was a man uh, who wanted, who brought his son to be healed from an evil spirit. And some people tried to remove the spirit, but they weren't able to do that. And um, um, so they brought the boy to him. And uh, when they, when uh, in verse 20, it says, but when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. Um the boy's father, then uh, uh, Jesus asks, um, how long has this been happening? And the boy's father replied, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into water trying to kill him. Then the father says, have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean if I can, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Okay, this, this father was desperate. And we can all understand being desperate. Trying to figure out, you know, today was April 1st, uh, rents needed to be paid. Now, um, uh, my apartment complex sent an email that they will be waiving the late fees this month because they know people haven't been working, they may not have it, and so on and so forth, that they can make arrangements to make payments. And that's fantastic. But one thing you 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 can't you, ha you have to pay your rent. You can't get behind on this because they still need to run the complex. They need to pay the maintenance people. Uh, you know, so they, they, um, we can't not pay our rent now, but because everybody everywhere is feeling this anxiety, this is the time that where we're called 
to have faith in Jesus and in God. Jesus says, anything is possible if a person believes. That's what that's what's important. We have to believe. This too shall pass. Okay, but we don't know how long this is going to last. So we need to have faith that God will provide. Um, things will get will get better. It, there is, is going to be an end to these to these problems. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, as we go down through the rest of nine, um, in verse thirty-three, after they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, "What were you discussing out on the road?" But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve disciples over to him, and said, "Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else." Then he put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. So we go on verse 35 again. Whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. What Jesus is talking about here is humility. To come to the awareness that you can't do everything by yourself, that you need God's help to get stuff done um, because you're in a problem, because you're uh, in desperation. And that's what we need to do right now. And... um, you know, um, one chapter that's, um, uh, oh, figures is not coming out. Um, yeah. Second Chronicles, second Chronicles seven fourteen. you know, it's, it's, it's really simple. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and I'm sure you've you've seen this a lot going around. Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins, forgive their sins, and restore their land. God wants us to repent of our sins, to stop sinning. So. And it, and and believe me, if you go through, oh, um, I think the the letters of Paul really go into the sinful nature, the lust, um, um, the lust of the flesh, and all the all list a whole slew of of sins of our society. And sometimes, you know, just saying a white lie that you might not think is so bad, because but that is a sin. You are lying. Um, you know, so what we're called to do and what I believe this whole coronavirus pandemic and the earthquakes, I mean, today I just noticed that that area in Idaho that had, um, an earthquake yesterday in the last 24 hours, they've had 46 earthquakes, um, 
you know, I, I follow, I, I follow this, uh, person on Twitter that has all the earthquakes, uh, in there. It's called every earthquake. And I'll put the link in, in the show notes again. But when you look at that, you have to, you have to put in mind, like, okay, what's going on in this world? I've never seen anything like that, um, in my adult life of, um, so many earthquakes, so many cluster earthquakes. And the thing is, is that um, uh, between that one and the one in, in Salt Lake City, they're very close to Yellowstone. Yellowstone is this huge caldera, okay? The geysers, you know, all this thing. You know, um, the Salt Lake came out of that too. So um, what is this saying? Is is this caldera gonna, gonna erupt? Um, if that does... Forget it. I think that's that's the start of the tribulation because things like that are really in in the book of Revelation. I think what's happening right now are the birth pains. These are the warning signs that, that God is giving us, saying that the you know um, repent now, believe, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit, come back to God. That is what. All this that's going on in the world right now, that's what this is saying. You know, pay attention. God is trying to get our attention. Repent from your sins. So listen, if, you know, read the Bible. Read the Psalms. The Psalms are very, very, very um, soothing. Um, And believe and be baptized and uh, invite Jesus into your heart. I know this has been a little longer, but you know, considering everything that's going on, we we need we need to come back to God. We need to seek Jesus. Um, we need to uh, uh, accept, invite Jesus into our lives and into our hearts, and follow Jesus. So I say, like I say every every day, soli deo gloria to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. There too, you'll find links to my two favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. God bless you. And I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, verse 16. Heavenly Father, May all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.